When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Irioki. Join me and my friends as we explore the darker side of the Sooner State. Irioki, and I'm here again with Jeff Probine, longtime friend of the show. And we're going to be talking about Haunted Oklahoma, his new book, uh, Part 2. So, take it away, Jeff. All right. Well, um, we were just talking about there being no shortage of spooky stories in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. which uh, we did a lot of kind of the older historical ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, there's modern stories, too, that I hadn't known. Um, so, one of the big things about legend tripping is it being so localized. So, yes. like, um, uh, even here in Oklahoma City... Uh, if you are from the east side of town, you go out to the Purple Church. Right. Yeah. And uh, other people, I have no idea what you're talking about. Purple Church is it like mm-hmm. pink, something like, well, kind of. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but like my friends from the western side of Oklahoma City, I have no idea what you do. You, you know, you go up to Lake Overholzer and you see, try to see if you can see the white lady. You know, yeah. Like, um, uh, everybody's got these things. And more um, you go out to Kitchen Lake. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or Crybaby Bridge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, north side, you go up to Guthrie, check out the, the old boys' home. And, yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's there's that very localized thing, which oh, yeah. uh, a lot of this was uh, so much of my research is kind of throwing out wide nets, seeing, well, what do what do people do locally? Mm-hmm. Right? Like um, down in Ardmore, the Mr. Apple's Mausoleum. Mm-hmm. So you go sneak over to Mr. Apple, who's one of the kind of city founders, and um, you, there's different versions of it. Apparently, what you used to do is uh, break into it and open up the casket, the, the oh casket, look gosh. at it in the face, which like teenagers were tough back then. That's, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Oh yeah. my gosh, like <laughs> I like I get nervous if I'm speeding and I see right. a cop. Like you know, it's like I can't imagine breaking into a mausoleum and being like, we're gonna pop this casket open, we're gonna look at this old man, like man. <laughs> Uh, now it's a little bit tamer. What you're supposed mm-hmm. to do is just walk around it. And, mm-hmm. uh, every time you pass the front, you say, um, uh, Mr. Apple, can your daughter come out to play? Mm-hmm. And the third time you do that, uh, something comes and attacks your neck. Oh, good grief. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, not joking around. Yeah. Uh, the weird thing about that is uh, I tried to dig into the geneal- mm-hmm. genealogy as much, and I couldn't find that they had any kids. It was, Mr. Mm-hmm. and Mrs. Apple just lived their lives out in mm-hmm. a hotel and... Yeah. And so, um, so somebody correct me if I'm wrong on that, but mm-hmm. like, that's kind of a mean thing to threaten. Like, hey, no kidding. Yeah, so like, I, yeah, I'd, I'd strangle you too. If exactly. I didn't have yeah. Kids. Yeah. And you're yeah. like hmm. being a jerk at my grave. <laughs> like, yeah, come here. I'll, I'll strangle you. <laughs> uh, and there, I, I conjecture, I don't know if this has any background, but maybe it's Mrs. Apple that's doing it. She was maybe. a very, very cool lady. Um, super fastidious. Uh, she would collect uh, paper tissues that people had blown their nose in and stuff, and she would wash them and hang them up to dry. Wow. 
Uh, yeah. And now, like, what year? Is... What year was it that they were alive? So they would have been alive nineteen teens, twenties. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, once Ardmore kind of started getting going with the railway, and then mm-hmm. uh, he was a lawyer and moved in and started. Okay. Um, really uh, getting going on everything in town, especially oil. Like once, mm-hmm. once they just they had ideas that oil could be there, he poured everything he had into it. Mm-hmm. It's like that's what makes a town in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. And. So they were pretty, uh, probably pretty affluent, right? Yeah, they okay. were, uh, which is weird because like she, I don't know if she grew up poor or just mm. is awesome. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm super fastidious myself too, yeah. so I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like she would uh, steal crackers and stuff off the table. Like they could eat mm-hmm. in the restaurant. Like he owned the restaurant. Like right. he owned the, the Like hotel. she'd take the little packages. Yeah, and she'd yeah. steal the crackers. Yeah. And, uh, she, like anything not nailed down, she'd, yeah. she'd take it. And like, that's you don't interesting. have to. You guys are right. rich. Yeah. But but the, I guess that's how you stay rich. Is right. You don't, yeah. You don't blow it. So. And that makes sense if she came from a background where she didn't have a lot. Right. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like that thing of this could go away. You know. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so. I was thinking if they were affluent... Maybe it was kind of a um, kind of the idea that people basically pick on whoever is the outsider, and yeah. so maybe mm-hmm. that's where the urban legend came from. Probably. Just them yeah. being, oh, they're the rich people in town. Yeah, like, let's go yeah. mess with their tomb. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I, I I have no idea. That's true. Once you get into the kind of early stages of of the legends, like who knows mm-hmm. what what's really going on. Right. Um, which could segue to that. If you're up in Bartlesville, what you do is head up a little bit North over to, uh, the Labadee mansion. Yes. Oh, I'm excited to talk about uh, this. And there's tons of, uh, legend all about, you know, how, mm-hmm. um, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Labadee, they, they tried to have kids for a long, long time, uh, from the 1880s and nineties. And, and like, you can go see their tombs. Like there's the Labadee mm-hmm. family cemetery there. And, and so, you know, very good urban legend because there's so much, obvious truth to it mm-hmm. but as soon as you start digging to it it gets some problems so, yeah. but first the urban legend uh the urban legend was finally that mrs labadee uh did have a child uh but his complexion turned out way darker uh, so everybody started looking at their hired man who was african-american mm-hmm. and uh mr labadee frank labadee um uh went silently insane was one article that i read about it so he just got up walked over grabbed the gun and uh uh, grabbed the kid and tossed the kid uh, in the creek and then went after this guy and shot him and then tossed the gun in the creek too. And, mm-hmm. um, just dealt with it and then burned the whole house down with him and his wife inside. Mm-hmm. So very spooky, very wild dark. story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and not a lick of truth. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. He, I almost gave it away, but he was Frank Labadee Sr. Okay. Uh, but they had four kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like no problem. Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah. yeah, so that, I don't They're know where four, that part yeah. came from. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, in fact, he never actually lived in that house. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he and his wife lived elsewhere. That was one of the sons uh, who became the first uh, uh, lawyer, first person to attain a law degree in Osage Nation. Wow. Yeah, I learned that. Pretty That's cool. cool. Yeah, I went to school up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was his, his big house up on the hill, and it did, burn, in fact, burn, but right. uh, to my understanding, nobody died in the burn. It mm-hmm. just, like, caught fire after, right. because uh, it was kind of his hunt country homes, mm-hmm. and he also had, of course, his house and office in mm-hmm. the city, and so they empty a lot of times, and when mm-hmm. you're not watching yeah. it, like, sometimes it happens. Um, so, but man, what a story to, like... Yeah, kind of no kidding. Uh, and it's true, like... Um, uh, you can find the family cemetery and they're mm-hmm. buried there and uh, the famous hired hand, right? All this adultery stuff. Like, no, he's buried there too. Like, he, mm-hmm. he was part of the family. So, uh, I don't, so, yeah. yeah. So just, 
I'm sure that both of them are very upset that yeah. people keep saying that Frank Sr. killed him. And like, no, we're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, some of the legends is that you will see uh, mm-hmm. this fellow uh, who was shot carrying the shotgun that murdered him walking mm-hmm. around and will come after you if you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, of course, couldn't be some night watchman who happens to see some kids out there and goes right. to chase them off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean... Lean into the legend, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can hear the cries of babies out there, mm-hmm. and so forth, which um, quite possibly. But uh, a lot of people do try to sneak up there, which mm-hmm. don't. That's trespassing. Yeah, private uh, property. Yeah, but you can go to the abandoned Oklahoma website, and they, mm-hmm. they had some folks go up there. So they got some great pictures yeah. of, like, the structures and everything, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and it does look super spooky, which, I mean, if I were a rural teenager looking for something oh, yeah. new. Like, that would be yeah. top on the list. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Let's go up there and... All kinds of good times. Get scared. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, as the legends were coming out, like time and again, uh, the mm-hmm. family, like, uh, like I, that was my grandfather. Like, of course, we had we had children. Yeah. So routinely, they they would send in letters to the newspaper and so forth. So like, there was a, a Green Country magazine put out this mm-hmm. big urban legend thing, and so they sent in a letter saying, "Hey, uh, that's a great story, but here's what actually happened." Yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I guess. At least having a story is more interesting than I guess so, yeah. But I mean <laughs> otherwise nobody would talk about this old burned down house. So, Still to this yeah. day, yeah. So, like Kitchen Lake Witch, right? Right, yeah. yeah it's mm-hmm. just a house out there that mm-hmm. burned at some point. Or is it? Or is it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't want to ruin that for anybody else. Um but yeah, tons and tons and tons of those stories. I mean mm-hmm. you can um I, I would love to do another haunted Oklahoma. So maybe oh, yeah. maybe we'll get some pictures together and and just from um what we've gathered like i could easily just from these notes put together another one like we didn't even talk about the healing stone uh the healing rock up at skyatook mm-hmm. um, um what's some other weird stuff uh i just learned about lake hefner has a uh, his old duck pond is haunted kind of uh, a big crybaby biz yeah i did not know that i didn't know i hadn't heard of that either but um the witch's arrow out in mustang mm-hmm. So all kinds of stuff. I literally just saw someone post something about that. Oh, really? Yesterday or today. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard about it. Mm-hmm. So I like it just that kind of and, and urban legends to me are especially fascinating. I think because I think there's an element to it that it's kind of about proving how brave you are as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you can go do this thing and face down this urban legend kind of situation and and I like the, like you said, like the localized yeah. thing about it. Like it's embedded and entwined with a very specific area's history, whether or not that history is fictionalized, right. you know, or uh, dramatized a bit. But yeah. yeah. Um, so, or a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. Whatever makes it fun, right? Yeah. So, and of course, now we have the internet, so mm-hmm. we can uh, get in this information, which a lot of um, just my work's been as a folklorist. I like, I just want to you know, get these stories down because. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of kids, like, I got computer with games on it. Like, why do I right. need to go anywhere? So mm-hmm. uh, people age out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these, uh, I guess, are just oral histories. So if we don't get them written down, I mean, a few generations, we might not know anything about the right. And, right. Know, so. Uh, well, that's kind of urban legend stuff. Also really cool, we have uh, stuff that is absolutely verifiable, mm-hmm. uh, like the USS Batfish. Uh, okay. Yeah, which if you haven't uh, gone out to Muskogee there, we've got an uh, uh, old, I was going to say World War II submarine, but it served uh, decades beyond World War II. Really? Yeah, it's um, 
Oh, that's cool. It came out uh, tail end of World War One and did a whole bunch of uh, work um, doing civilian missions and things out, uh, helping people in Latin America in the mm-hmm. 1920s, back into service in World War II, uh, and just for a long time until finally, of course, decommissioned when they had the nuclear subs coming in. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, although I was interviewing uh, the director over there, and he was telling me that routinely they would have guys come in and they'd be like, man, we should have kept the diesels. Like, they were so much quieter. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, oh, my gosh. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, oh, yeah. Of which, when um, sometimes they said this, he actually caught an EVP of a voice saying, you bet. Really? Yeah. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. So sailors are very attached to their ships. Yeah. Uh, and lots of them like to hang out at the USS Batfish. They have tons and tons of stories. That's um, interesting. Yeah. So much. Uh, they, uh, you can rent it out for like birthday parties and mm-hmm. things and sleepovers. And oh, that's cool. A lot of paranormal teams are like, well, could we do an investigation while we're there? Mm-hmm. And the guys are like, sure. I mean, you're renting the place. And you can, yeah. Yeah. So tons of investigation teams. That's so there. cool. So if you ever want to. Yeah. A, a really cool, definitely going to find something investigation. Yeah. Yeah, just now, go rent it for the weekend. Where is that one? So that's out in Muskogee. Okay. Yeah, okay. Famous, there's not really a super Oklahoma connection to it, okay. um, but uh, they were looking to decommission it, and mm-hmm. there's always the question of, well, what are we going to do with it? Or, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, because it's a lot of scrap metal, and oh, it could yeah. be valuable as yeah. just that, and other people are like, no, you know, that's... that's mm-hmm. I'm sure they would have had a riot if they tried to break oh, that yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, but uh, Oklahoma leaders got together and, and said, mm-hmm. well, well, we'll adopt it. And they, so they, they brought it up the Arkansas River and uh, managed to um, put it in dry dock up on there. And now you can come see it. And it's right next so to cool. uh, one of the flagpoles for the USS Oklahoma. And they have kind of okay. a whole naval park. It's mm-hmm. really, really nice. That is really cool. I did not even know that that was a thing that we had here. Yeah. 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 So, which, um, I mean, just the... The touring. So. Oh yeah. 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 So once again, we'll get that RV. Yes, definitely. Tour together. Yeah. I don't know what that would cost, but that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> or if anybody has three weeks that they could dedicate. Exactly. To, yeah. To that. We'll but. do it when we all retire. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, tons of things, and um, they've had uh, figures uh, walking mm-hmm. through um, time and again. They'll uh, walk through the submarine you know, and see people ahead of them and they're like mm-hmm. hey you know we're closed up you got to leave and the shadow will move on so we'll go after them all the way up to the end of the sub and there's nobody there oh gosh uh, yeah uh-huh. um, so but um, and uh, tons and tons of evps um, mm-hmm. folks who investigate there like to bring like memorabilia from the 1940s mm-hmm. and stuff and kind of spread it out and a lot of stuff gets moved around oh, and, that's, yeah. that's wild oh so, there was one uh set of investigators they were talking about how they uh just brought a list of actresses from the mm-hmm. 1940s and were like, do you like this person? And sometimes it'd say yes or no. And like, mm-hmm. so, oh my gosh. I mean, um, I'd like to talk about movies. Yeah, MVP. no kidding. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what other ways? Well, I guess we're with uh, stories you wouldn't really talk about. Um, one thing that completely blew my mind was the amount of... Uh, Spanish Empire and Mexican Empire activity in Southwest Oklahoma. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I mean, the, they had like a paragraph about it in your mm-hmm. uh, Oklahoma history class, but like uh, serious entire yeah uh, legends and things that that I had genuinely right. no idea. But yeah, I mean, there were lots of trade routes going oh my through gosh. here, not that far away from um, you know uh, Albuquerque and, mm-hmm. and Santa Fe, which were giant metropolises for their time. Oh yeah, um, and a lot of stuff going on up here, mm-hmm. which um, definitely recorded. Uh, they 
uh, I guess most famous is the Iron Door out in the Wichita Mountains. That sounds so familiar. So I think that's been on an episode before, but um, it's not yeah. a whole episode about that because yeah. it's, okay. it's wild. Um, there's different legends. Some people say it was Spanish miners. Some people say it was a heist pulled by Bell Star. And mm-hmm. some people say Jesse James. Anyway. Um, and the version with the outlaws is that they robbed a train. They mm-hmm. tore the vault door off and they took it down to the Wichita Mountain, stashed everything in a cave, a little shallow cave, which they have tons of. Mm-hmm. The Wichita Mountain's no problem finding one of those. Oh my gosh. Uh, installed this door over it and then they mm-hmm. were going to come back and then never got the chance. Oh wow. Um, so the other story is that it's much, much older, Mexican or minor, uh, Spanish miners right. uh, uh, doing this gold stuff, which of course I'm always like, oh, we don't have gold in Oklahoma. But true yeah. story, there have been several gold rushes here in Oklahoma. There was That's actually so one here in Norman that yeah. uh, didn't pan out. They, they found mm. mi- microscopic amounts of gold. Yeah. Huge waste of money, which is unfortunate. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, a few decades ago, there was a guy... Out in the... Oh, that's my dogs. Just reminding us, like, <laughs> who's in charge. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gloss Mountains. Guy found yeah. a 90 pound gold nugget. Wow. Yeah. That's 90 so pounds? Yeah. That's, how Check much would that be worth? Uh, I mean, it depends on the purity of yeah. it and all this other stuff, but, like, enough to retire on. Like, well, yeah. Maybe Prob- probably a good chunk of change. Enough to like... get that RV to drive Exactly, and yeah. And take three weeks <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Uh, as I was learning about this, like, uh, there's tons of, not just like records, like you can go mm-hmm. to Mexico city and, and stuff and you can dig through the archives and they like, mm-hmm. yeah, we sent an expedition up in 1830. We sent an expedition up in 1740 and oh, they wow. went and did this mining, mm-hmm. um, which there's, uh, one of the records from one of the French explorers coming mm-hmm. through and, um, he marked down like, yeah, there's a bunch of Spanish miners up here mm-hmm. and just doing this mining expedition. And, oh my gosh. And stuff. Um, and then 1830s, too, also a guy coming mm. through. And they kept hearing all this thunder, but there was no clouds or anything. And so they were talking to the Kiowa about it. And the Kiowa were like, yeah, they're up there mining. Uh, they're, uh, we don't know what they're doing because yeah. they haven't really experienced gunpowder too much. But mm-hmm. they, they were blasting for gold mining. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Um, so, which, of course, uh, both the stories from the 1700s and 1800s, the Kiowa would kind of hang out and watch while these guys mine for you know a year or two mm-hmm. or three, and then as soon as they all pack up, they just swamp them and kill them and take everything. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> and like, um, <laughs> and people who are, are like, um, and the Kiowa folks have records of mm-hmm. this too, like oral history. Like, yeah, that's what my grandfather told me. And, yeah, and they're like, oh well, you know, this is just legends. And like, no, you're going to Mexico no, City. You see the survivors. And they're like, we got attacked. Like, all three years wasted. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Out in the Wichita's. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Devil's Canyon, uh, out uh, up in Kiowa County. Okay. Very famous for having uh, a Spanish settlement. Okay. Uh, so, different uh, versions of it say that they came up the Red River. And okay. They had a small, probably 20, 30 foot boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sailed it up there and uh, ended up beaching it and then ultimately putting it in a cave and filling it mm-hmm. up with gold, and then they were just going to wait for the rains to come again right. so they could leave, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess they could leave this year, but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh, which, you know, previous to a few years ago, I got, well, you know, you can't sail a boat up the Red River, right? Like, come on, but yeah. no, like, yeah, you could absolutely, you could. no yeah. problem, yeah, yeah, um, so, uh, yeah, there were, uh, Traces up there, like you can go archaeologically mm-hmm. and see where their camp was and okay. where buildings had been built. Um, mm-hmm. uh, supposedly, you can still find a few trees with carvings in them mm-hmm. uh, that have, you know, 
turtle symbols and different things of kind of recognizing um, if you had the map, you could tell where mm -hmm. stuff was going to be. Uh, and uh, people found stuff out in Devil's Canyon. Man. Uh, supposedly, it's, it's haunted by uh, that last attack. You, you hear yeah. Kiowa folks uh, riding and uh, getting ready to yeah. attack and uh, oh. lots of Spanish EVPs. Right. And, uh, uh, and in, I believe it was the 60s, they had a big rainstorm washed out mm -hmm. a bunch. And so this kid went hiking up there afterward and found a bunch of skeletons wearing Conquistador-style armor. Oh, wow. So, yeah, which freaked him out. Um, that freaked but, me out, too. Yeah. Oh, my so, gosh. So apparently somewhere, it's not a very big canyon, so mm -hmm. you could probably find it. Okay. Uh, I mean, if, you're, if you really want to do some treasure hunting. Yeah. Um, you just got to find, because, uh, of course, Kiowa attacking, the, mm -hmm. the miners aren't soldiers, so they're not going to be able to oh, defend yeah. So they just stash everything in a cave and run. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, blast the cave entrance so it covers up. And, mm -hmm. and so start some digging and you might... Might, might be able something. to find something. Yeah, you'll so, be able to go on that trip. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're willing to try it. The, yeah. One of the legends is that it's called Devil's Canyon because mm -hmm. as they were panicking, like, you know, mm -hmm. God's abandoned us. So they appealed to the devil, like, mm -hmm. like we'll give you this gold. Oh, wow. Just, just let us get out of here. Yeah. And so now whenever anybody's going after the gold treasures, um, the devil is the one who's protecting it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Is, yeah. There's another story. We should... Yeah, yeah. We can do an Oklahoma anthology. That would be fun. That would be amazing. Um, so, but uh, as uh, the museum director down in Hinton was explaining, a mm -hmm. lot of the legends, um, uh, as they were translated from Native American languages into mm -hmm. English, uh, they have a lot of words we don't. We have a lot of words they don't. So it's, n it's never a hundred percent. So a lot of the stuff they'd say, like uh, spirit mound or something, mm -hmm. and, and it, it would be more elemental or, or right something. yeah and we'd be like well we don't really have elementals in modern english so mm -hmm. we'll just call them devil's canyon yeah yeah, yeah. that so, makes sense yeah, yeah. Uh, which there's another another devil's canyon which is probably haunted but i don't have as any good stories to it but, yeah um it was a weird history of uh, outside of hinton mm -hmm. uh, it was a big stop on the california road Okay. Uh, which another weird thing talk about the 49ers going out to California. One of the main thoroughfares was basically I-40. Wow. Uh, just a little bit south. Okay. So uh, folks rode through Oklahoma all the time. Yeah. Um, just never really thought about it. And they would stop in Devil's Canyon. It was protected and had lots of nice water mm -hmm. and stuff. And then they'd move on. Um, and then later it was an outlaw roost. And then later it was a camp. And like mm -hmm. it was probably a season of... Uh, American Horror Story in there, just all these generations. Oh, I think so. Yeah, definitely. So. <laughs> There's got to be. Oh yeah. Uh, so tons of Devil's Canyons out there, out these two. Which yeah. speaking of that California Road, uh, another story uh, that I'd never heard, but uh, kind of local mm -hmm. um, travel for um, legend tripping for locals out in Hinton, mm -hmm. kind of maybe Weatherford area too, uh, going out to the mountains. Uh, which the nickname for the southwest part of the state is Sky Island Country. Okay. Right? Which, how cool. That is that's really, Sky yeah. Island. Yeah, but there's just these big plateaus, which geologically, that's, you yeah. know, the, the inland sea kind of washed everything out, like mm -hmm. these big kind of pillars, which super cool to look at. Yeah. And every single one of them's got a name, uh, because when you're mapping something, you get to name it. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, which famously, the uh, easternmost is called Rock Mary, because mm -hmm. uh, the guys, the, the military train that was coming through, uh, originally mapping everything, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the uh, officers brought his family, and her, his oldest daughter was Mary. Okay. And these uh, all the all the young uh, corporals and stuff mm -hmm. wanted to to get with Mary, so mm -hmm. they had to impress her. So mm -hmm. these two guys, as soon as they spotted it, like bolted 
and race to see who could claim it first to name it after her. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. That's um, funny. Which I can't remember. I don't think he ended up marrying her after all. But yeah. still, I mean, what a way to impress a girl. Yeah, after. no kidding. Yeah. That's so much better than swiping right. Like, yeah, that's yeah. so much better. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> Uh, so, and a couple of them do have some spooky names and stories attached. There's Ghost Mount, uh, which uh, I believe this is the right one, but there, there's a, they say there's a figure of a Native American wearing traditional garb uh, okay. spotted up there time and again, mm-hmm. uh, which news stories of this would pop up from time to time, mm-hmm. and there was a lady who liked the story and wanted to do something with it, um, and she hired a ghostwriter, this guy, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, to mm-hmm. put a story together for her. About I did it, not so they know that. Up. Yeah, so there's this that's cool. Oklahoma connection, H.P. Lovecraft, and that's crazy. Yeah, he 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 hijacked it, and he's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, there's a headless zombie out there, but he's yeah. actually defending this entire empire mm-hmm. built underground that worships a giant frog. Oh my gosh! Wow. So no, I had no idea Oklahoma connection there, but right. yeah, but like, but it inspired mm-hmm. that story. That's crazy. So, yeah. So H.P. So Lovecraft cool. digger. Digging that short story. It's, mm-hmm. it's decent. It's, mm-hmm. he's, he's a little long-winded for my taste. Yeah. But, um, uh, but man, can that guy world build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Uh, and then there's the story of Dead Woman Mount, mm-hmm. uh, which arguably, possibly the oldest ghost story in Oklahoma. Really? Uh, yeah. So uh, from the newspapers I was digging out, kind of putting things in historical order to see you know, what happens when, I'm like, well, what's the first ghost story in Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. And it gets to the point of, well, how do you define Oklahoma? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we just take it geographically, I mean, a lot of the Native American stories go back thousands of years, oh, yeah. uh, which the Dead Woman Mound story, when uh, tribes were moved in in the 1800s, was already an ancient, ancient story. Yeah. And they had a big problem uh, out in um, Cheyenne Arapaho area mm-hmm. of uh, when Native Americans got their allotments so that they could condense everybody and halt the land run. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who got the allotment nearby that were like, no, draw again. I refuse. Like, I can't. Wow. And it was just like, uh, and it made newspaper. Like, yeah. like it was big enough that... Uh, like, nobody wanted it. Yeah, wanted it. They, yeah. they refused to mm-hmm. absolutely take it. Um, so, which the story there is uh, that there was a young lady who uh, had a lover, which different versions mm-hmm. of the story was he uh, uh, took off and ran off with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, other versions, I, I like this one, it's a little more romantic, but mm-hmm. he, he and she wanted to get married, but he didn't have very much wealth, so he wanted to, so he was going to go out on a hunting expedition, gather some wild horses mm-hmm. and things, and really, you know, get uh, enough that he could impress her father so that right. they could get married. And so he took off, never came back, so who, who knows what could have happened out, out there, but mm-hmm. she always kept watch for him, and she would, of course, climb to the top of the mountain, because you could see I up there, and um, the story goes that uh, her father came to check on her one time, and uh, uh, kind of storm rolling in, sort of nasty weather, mm-hmm. and uh, she didn't hear him come up behind her, and he startled her. Uh, she slipped and then fell. And, oh, uh, but that her spirits, is yeah. much more romantic yeah. and tragic, <laughs> and yeah, I like that one too. <laughs> uh, which the cool one about that, uh, as I was talking to the director over at the Hint Museum, uh, he actually got a chance to go up there and got some photographs of it, mm-hmm. but there is this uh, stone formation that looks like a human foot slipping. Like it is, you can Ooh. see the toes and the heels and like it. Oh, that's weird. It, yeah. That's real weird. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. That could have been her mark, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, from... and then yeah, of course the ghost too mm-hmm. on top, appearing to this day. They say, so wow. at least four. That is, oh my gosh, I really, really like that. That one's cool. We probably have time for about another one, and um, I'm gonna leave it up to you. 
What any ghost one? story? Any ghost story. Any ghost story. Well, we mm-hmm. have told some really old stories. And yes. we've told some really new stories mm-hmm. with uh, the uh, batfish and everything. Yes. Um, I guess uh, one story that really surprised me uh, happened, what, about four miles from where I grew up, outside of okay. uh, uh, Pond Creek, up north mm-hmm. of Enid. And um, which we lived on the south side of Medford, so we would always just go to Enid for everything. So even right, though yeah. our mailing address is Pond Creek, like we went, you know, maybe once a summer to go swimming there when mm-hmm. we wanted to use the high dive instead of going to Kremlin. Right. Um, so, but met some folks up there, and they told me uh, the cult that moved into Jefferson Park, and I was like, "What?" Because I would have. Yeah. Uh, this was satanic panic time 80s 90s oh yeah so i I was there like i'm probably not conscious of anything right yeah gummy bears and stuff Mm -hmm. um teach me ninja turtles i guess would have been really big yeah (laughs) so uh but yeah you can talk to any of the old timers up there and they'll tell you all kinds of stories but uh jefferson park yeah just this little little uh now it's a ghost town but Mm -hmm. uh back then had a lot of rental houses and uh all of them got rented at one time and Mm -hmm. all these people moved in and they were kind of weird, little standoffish. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd come into the post office if they had to, but never talked to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, you know. This is we'll, a cult. We'll try to be friendly with <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. What really got the cult stories going was cattle mutilations started po- popping up. And, um, which, I mean, we coyotes and stuff, mm-hmm. but like um, from the newspaper articles and just from talking to folks, like you can tell when something's a coyote attack. Right. Yeah, and they're yeah, not yeah. going to attack cattle because yeah. there's a lot easier stuff to eat out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially once the sheriff started going out and looking at these things, like, no, that's clearly a knife cut. Yeah. And there's a lot of organs left there, but they took specifically the liver or they took specifically right. the heart and stuff. And yeah. And that got pieced together with the, the quote-unquote Black Sabbath calendar and all mm-hmm. this. And um, So... I love stuff. satanic yeah. panic yeah. stories. So, so everybody got real freaked out and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, they're probably coming down from Kansas or something like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, are they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of my coworkers at OCCC uh, told me a really good story, uh, which made it into the book because uh, he was very encouraging to like you know get mm-hmm. this get this story out. Um, so his father farming up there, and uh, they had one of their neighbors come and help. They were doing a bunch of terracing, trying to get field mm-hmm. stuff worked out. And uh, one night the, the the sun was starting to go down, and he was like, "All right, guys, you know I'm, I'm heading home." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "You got 40 minutes worth of work left. Like, let's just get it done." Yeah. And they're like, "No, nope, sorry, I got to get home before dark." And they're like, yeah. "Oh, come on, man." You know, I'm just like, nope, I'll be here first thing in the morning, first light, no problem. And they, they just went on and finally said, no, I will not be out after dark. Last time I was out after dark, uh, he was driving by the old uh, pumping station, which you can mm-hmm. still see out there. And uh, walking through the ditch were all these people wearing black robes, each one carrying a torch. Yikes. Yeah. And oh. And he just, I mean, we were driving past, he stopped, backed up, found it. You know, I mean, you're going oh, to have to do a mile yeah. drive around. But like, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. like that either. Yeah. So... Um, he came back first thing in the morning, finished yep. it up. And time and again, people would say they'd see weird lights and how things going on at the pumping station. And I do not blame him yeah. at all. If I had yeah. seen that, I would not be out after dark ever again. <laughs> uh, and then one day they all moved out. Just everybody it's packed up. Like all at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. super weird. Yeah. Oh, that's super weird. It gives me oh, the chills. So all the stories out there, like, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's right next to home, but yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, so, that's amazing. Yeah. I cannot wait to get a copy of this. I'm super, super excited. And do you want to tell everybody again where they can get it and where to follow you all over the internet and all of that? Sure thing. Uh, so Haunted Oklahoma, uh, you can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, 
uh, find your local library. Always happy to get those requests oh, yeah. in because librarians mm -hmm. are awesome, mm -hmm. and more people can share them too. Yes. So and that helps authors whenever you do request their book at a library. It, oh yeah, it does help yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. And you think, oh well, it's just one library, but right. librarians talk. Like, yes, they're, they're they gonna talk. Get these books yes. in, and they're going to be like, you're going to like mm -hmm. this. So so mm -hmm. talk to your librarians. They're, they're awesome folks. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, check out jeffprovine.com, uh, Twitter at jeffprovine, uh, Facebook slash author jeffprovine, and we'll be doing uh, more ghost tours in Oklahoma City and Norman. So excited. And someday a statewide tour. Yes, so absolutely. hold on for that. Oh my gosh. Well, you guys follow me at Erioki on Facebook. Instagram's the same, and the Facebook group is Erioki's. And I think that's about all I've got for you guys. Thank you so much again for being here, Jeff. This was so much fun. I always love having you on. So, um... That's about it. Y'all stay spooky.